All right, gang, I think we're going to get this cranked up here and get going. So, um, again, great to see everyone today. Real excited about our speaker. Our, our speaker, who I'll introduce here just in a moment, is just real dynamic in the community here, real active with a lot going on here. Um, so looking forward to your message, Bill. Um, real excited to have a special guest, VIP, all the way from Michigan. We have Mr. Rob over there. You'll raise, raise your hand, right? There we go. <laughs> Great to have you here in person. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, up the, get to see what happens behind the scenes now. Have the wonderful and partake in this wonderful food here. So, yes, sir, the bacon, which you heard about. All right, so we'll uh, wrap up with, you know, some announcements, a lot going on um, after the speaker. So um, I'll go ahead and introduce the speaker um so um again the speakers real active throughout the community of roswell um i i first met uh bill hoban at the roswell north elementary dad's club so he was a leader there he's active in the roswell rotary club uh, you probably would have saw him on the ayl video he co-led with his wife so um, hoping to hear more about that experience is you know, leading us through. He's been married a long time and he has three children, Meredith. Oh, what? Oh, married to Meredith, okay. There we go. Caroline, Claire, and Olaf. He graduated from the Boilermaker School, Purdue University, in a degree in landscape architecture he works with different various design firms um, in the building and real estate industry. Uh, and today he currently works as an associate broker with Century 21. So I'd like to introduce Mr. Bill Hogan. Thank you very much. Well, thank you guys uh, for having me. When Eric and, and Kevin had reached out to me, I was um, a little surprised. I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about with this with this group. But um, after uh, talking with them a little bit more and um, focusing on some of my community involvement, I think um, I was excited to kind of go through the process of, of putting this together. So, and um, you'll have to forgive me, I'll, I'll be doing a little storytelling, so I may ramble a little bit. So Kevin, keep me in check if I go off on a, a tangent. But um, so if we can go to the next slide. So like Kevin said, I, um, 
I uh, live here in Roswell with my wife and, and two kids. And Olaf is the dog. He was the third kid that uh, Kevin was referring to. I didn't specify that in my notes to him. Um, but we've lived here in Roswell about 20, 20 years. I moved down to the Atlanta area right after uh, graduating from Purdue and worked with the landscape architecture firm. And then over the years, um, worked with a development group. And in 07, 08, I started my own real estate firm. I got my real estate license just mainly for educational purposes and um, ended up hanging my own shingle. And I did it the year before the first crash. And the builders and developers, of course, were my clients and they were the first to go. So it didn't, it was a, a short lived uh, little business. Um, fortunately, my wife had started a company uh, doing corporate team building events. and. Uh, needed really someone to, to help with sales with that. And so with the downturn in the market in 2011, I joined up with her and we grew that business uh, traveling all around the world, really doing corporate team building for incentive trips for corporations. And, and it was essentially like youth group for adults. We'd go and, and play drink games and organize. But um, during that time, we also did a lot of give back uh, events, which were bike builds for kids and uh, food-based events for food pantries and, and that kind of thing. So that was always a, a great way to for us to give back um, where we maybe couldn't afford it ourselves. We were able to facilitate a lot of uh, charitable events. Um, in 2020, a little thing called COVID hit, and in February 27th of 2020, we had 12 jobs booked for that year already. We did a lot in Puerto Rico, a lot in Mexico, and um, by March 7th, we had four jobs left, and by March 12th, everything had canceled, and of course, uh, we moved into a new house and tripled our mortgage on March 14th, and our kids never went back to school, and our business kind of went went aside. And so we had, um, I kind of thought it was a fluke. You know, I think a lot of people weren't sure what COVID was. And after a couple months, um, I think it was late July, I, I sat back and thought, you know, this is for real, and we need to, to figure something out because all of our eggs were in that that team building basket at the time. And so thankfully I still had my, my real life, real estate license and um, went and joined up with a, a great firm uh, at Century 21, which is located just behind Brookwood Grill here in Roswell. But, um, but at that point I knew that I needed to get the word out because I had not done real estate for, for many years. And so um, I started networking and I've always been a, a networker um, I had, uh, I, like Kevin said, I was very involved with the kids' school and you can't, I've got pictures of the family. Oops. Oh, that's fine. That's good. Um, this is, this is a list of a lot of organizations that I've, I've worked with, but, um, I've always, my dad was a banker growing up when I was growing up and was always very involved in the community. And I think I always just felt like, um, that's what I needed to do. And, and I like people. I like to hear people's stories. I like to get to know them. And I like to connect people um, in ways to that they, if I know two people that can help one another, I'll, I like to make that connection for them. Um, 
in doing all this, and I guess backing up a little bit, I grew up in the church. Uh, we had, you know, Sunday services, Sunday night youth group, Wednesday church dinners. It's very similar to here. And um, just have always felt a presence of God in my life. I've always been a believer, um, you know, I think to my parents and, and to my church. And when Kevin had reached out about this, I started thinking about how with all the, the networking and community involvement that I've, I've had, how has God impacted me and in turn helped other people just from the resources I've gained from, from my networking. Um, and so I'm gonna share here in just a minute, uh, I've got one personal story of, of a great impact God had on my life and then a couple, um, one church related and then one, um, professional as well. Um, so as I mentioned, I, I threw these on here just because I don't know if, if y'all and your businesses did a lot of networking and, and I think networking is great for your business, but when you go in with the mindset of like, I'm going to go shake this guy's hand, hoping to, to do work with him, they kind of makes your networking seem like work. So I've always gone in with the mindset of, I just want to meet people. I want to get to know them. Everyone's got a great story. I want to talk to the guy from Michigan a little bit because I, I was just telling Kevin we used to vacation up in, in Mackinac in, in Michigan. So I always love to, it, it's always surprising how you see, you connect the dots and you really see um, how people's lives can, can be intertwined. Um, so just as my kids have grown, we, you know, I was very involved at, at Roswell North. I ran the dad's club or one of, it was a co-leader at the dad's club. And that is where Kevin and I met. And, and that was a great way to get dads involved with their kids at school, because it's usually a mom dominated. Um, so, oh, take a minute. <laughs> Those aren't the moms. Um, <laughs> we'll just leave this one up for a little bit. <laughs> so, um, Anyway, so then also, I'm flustered now. That's how we came up. Um, so as involved, just as the kids grow, you know, things are going to shift in, in your life and in your involvement in different different things. And so, um, you know, we, we got involved with things here at church. We ran a small group and on a couple of committees. And uh, Jason Scott was always asking us to get involved with student ministries. And we kind of held back a little bit on some of that. We taught Sunday school, but at some point wanted to give our kids some breathing room where they could have their own space and and we weren't always there um and then also the community so there, the, and for any of you that are sitting around board and would like to to get involved i can help um connect you with any of these groups but i just finished actually the citizens police academy here in roswell and if you've never done it it's so interesting they're um great group of people they do a nine-week program that just really uh gives you a, a realistic idea of what they go through and what they deal with and how often it, it can often be a thankless job, unfortunately for them, because they're, they're just amazing here, especially our Roswell police force. Um, but anyway, there, there are different community organizations. There are just lots of ways to, to always get involved. Well, so I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. So I'm going to, let me scooch back. So I'm going to go ahead and just talk a little bit about, um, 
you know, different ways God has, has impacted me. And, and again, I think networking can be anything from a one-on-one -on -one conversation to being in a room with thousands of people. So it's, there's no right or wrong way to, to, to network. But um, when I was, uh, I think I was 29 years old, and I worked for a development company, and we had a development up in Swanee. And of course, being a cool single 29-year-old, I lived in Virginia Highlands, but that that commute got old pretty quickly. So I was going to be in Swanee for a few years, and so I moved moved up there. And um, it, you know, there's not at the time, especially there was not a worse place to live as a single 29-year-old um, trying to find a date uh, than Swanee, Georgia. But my mom calls one day and said, um, hey, Bill, I, and she, by the way, she lived in Madison, Indiana, if any of you are familiar, it's on the Ohio River in uh, southern Indiana. And she said, hey, I met a lady and she has a niece in Atlanta that's single. You should give her a call. <laughs> that was all the information. She didn't, she didn't have a name. She didn't have, I said, mom, Atlanta's huge. And, you know, only, we'll just let this go. And, you know, she was always trying to come up with solutions. Um, she wanted, uh, she wanted grandkids. This is pretty much her, her deal. But anyway, so fast forward two years and my project in Swanee ended and I moved over to, we developed the gated section at White Collins in Alpharetta. And so my commute was shifting again. So I started looking for a house and, and ended up buying one here in downtown Roswell, just over on Fowler Avenue. And um, shortly after I moved in, a buddy of mine who's an architect that I did a lot of work with uh, reached out and said, hey, I think I, I know a girl that lives on your street. I said, okay. Um, and so anyway, I started meeting her and fast forward, she's my wife. She, she had bought a house uh, four door, doors down from me um, about six months before I moved onto the street. Well, during our, our dating time, we started talking and one night she mentioned her aunt um, who had lived in Madison, Indiana. And I said, well, what do you mean? And so we put it together and it was Meredith's Aunt Claire that my mom had been talking to when I lived in Swanee and said, hey, I met a lady who's, whose niece lives in Atlanta. And, um, the, and this, this story always gives me chills because I know God was involved and I know Aunt Claire was involved. Aunt Claire had passed away three months before Meredith bought her house on Fowler Avenue. And of course I I bought mine shortly after. So our, our youngest daughter is named Claire. We have named her after Aunt Claire for helping make all that, that come together. Um, so anyway, like I said, I've, I've been able to meet a ton of great people um, through my involvement. And, and one of those people I met at Roswell North, our kids were, were friends there and our families um, ended up being, becoming really good friends. And I think it's always, it's always tough because to get all the spouses and all the kids to like one another. So when you find those families, it's like, it's pretty magical and you, you kind of stick with it. But anyway, uh, my buddy, uh, who I'm still just super, super great friends with, um, after a couple of years of us all doing stuff together, he shared with us that he had a drinking problem. And I, um, I didn't know it. I mean, he was hiding it and he's an alcoholic and he, um, he just said, I just want y'all to know, I'm, I'm just trying to, to watch. And we're like, okay, let us know what we can do. 
And anyway, about six months later, we get a, a frantic call from his wife. And it was it was pretty late at night. She was coming back into town from a business trip, and the kids had called and said, Something's wrong with dad. He's not he's not acting right. He's you know, and anyway, she ended up getting home. So we didn't go over that night, but at seven o'clock the next morning, I, I got a call from him and he was just silent. And I said, How are you doing? And he's like, not good. And I said, would you like me to come over? And he said, yes. And so I went over at 7.15 on a Thursday morning and um, we sat on his back porch and we we prayed. Um, and while I was praying for him, I was praying for me for for guidance from, from God on how am I going to handle this? I hadn't really had alcoholism in my my family and and I wanted to be sure I didn't, I, I didn't know that I was qualified to be sitting there with him at that, that moment. But um, you know, I then started just as we were praying, it just came to me. I'm like, you know, there's that little white building in the back of our church parking lot that I've never really paid much attention to. And it's our counseling center here at, at Roswell UMC. And so as soon as we finished praying, I said, well, so what do you want to do? What do you, he's like, I need help. I'm like, do you want to, would you like to go to a meeting? And he's like, yeah. And, I, and so I'm Googling and I found a meeting. There was a meeting Saturday morning back here at the counseling center. And so I, I gave him all the times and everything. And he was still just a little like, uh, in fact, I don't know what made me do it. And I, I feel like it was a nudge from God, but I just said, would you like me to go with you? And he said, yeah, would you do that? And I'm like, yes. And so that Saturday morning, I picked him up and we went and the RUMC Counseling Center has been a foundation of his sobriety. He is, um, we're coming up on five years and it's been a bumpy road, but he is, he's in recovery. He's, um, his marriage, which was close to being over is, is restored. And, um, just, I took a step back and especially when putting this presentation together, thought, you know, it is, that is a resource that I'm sure I could have found, um, but just knowing it was there from being associated with this church and being a part of this community um, was huge. And, you know, it was a privilege for me to be able to help him and push him and, and get him there. And um, so I loved having that resource. And I think that's that's a big part of networking. <laughs> like it's it's being involved and knowing what's out there that could maybe help someone else. Um, so anyway, so that was you know, just a, a great story and one that I'm, I'm proud of and, and happy to have been able to help him and happy to be a part of this church community. Um, my next story was um, one, you know, like I, so I've been, I've been a member of the Chamber of Commerce every, for, for years, and it's a great group. And it is, there are parts of it that are just networking, like we're going to, we're going to talk so people know about your business and you know about other people's businesses. And if you need to uh, need a service, you can go to the directory and, and, uh, and find that person within the chamber. Um, but just being a, a part of each event wasn't enough. So I've, I've really tried to get involved. And so I joined a group that, um, that was, um, <laughs> would assist the staff. They're called diplomats. And so it's a, a small staff at the chamber. And so diplomats will come in and, and go and uh, 
do, you know, help with ribbon cuttings and help with staff needs because they can't, they don't have the, the capacity for, to handle it without volunteers, but really just getting involved has been a big part of getting more intertwined with, with these groups and getting to know more people a little more intimately rather than just kind of a handshake, just, I know their kids and, or know of their kids and know kind of what's going on in their lives and that kind of thing. Um, so I took it a step further this year and I'd always wanted to be in Rotary and in November I joined the Rotary. And so it's another, and I, are, is anyone here in the Rotary? All right, I thought, right. yeah. So, um, so fried chicken for lunch. This isn't a bad day, right? This, <laughs> we have breakfast here and then fried chicken for lunch. Um, but uh, anyway, so I have a client that I've been been working with since last year, um, selling to sell their home, and she and her husband live down on the river. And they, um, anyway, about six weeks ago, her husband. Um, went to help a friend, and I won't get into the whole whole story, but it's an actually an amazing story. But uh, it's a little long. So uh, he went to help a friend, and when he was at that guy's house, he got cut, and it created he got an infection, um, and was in the hospital for I think twenty five days. And it would I mean it's just a horrible situation. And he was going to need to go from the hospital to rehab, and so I would. You know, at that point, we took their house off the market, and I'm like, "Just focus on you, and let's get let's get him, um, Steve, doing better." And anyway, she, I called to check in with her. I, I check in from time to time, and I called her, and I thought he had already been moved to rehab. It was it was time for him to have, have been moved, and she was in tears, and she said, "Bill, I don't know what to do. This has been a nightmare. He was supposed to be moved five days ago, um, and." he is uh he's still here and we're having trouble with insurance the hospital with the um, facilities everything and again I, I don't know what made me even think of it because especially because i've been rotary for just a couple weeks but we have a an amazing directory at the rotary with everyone's phone numbers and um all their their pertinent information and i um I said, you know, I might be able to help. And I hung up and I called uh, John Paul Kroom, who is the president or administrator at North Fulton Hospital and left a voicemail and just said, hey, this is what's happening. I just need some guidance to help this, this woman. She's distraught and I just want to see how I can help. And he called me back. As soon as the phone rang, I realized it was spring break. And I'm like, this guy's on the beach. He, um, and as soon as he, he said, Bill, this is John Paul. You know, I said, I'm so sorry. I know it's spring break. He said, hey, no worries. And he, he talked to me for you know, 15 minutes and gave, I kind of shared what was happening. He shared kind of what may be happening there. And we hung up that long story short, um, 15 or 18 hours later, um, Steve was in rehab, in a rehab facility. And that's when I, I really sat back and I, I told my wife, because sometimes networking and going to all this stuff is tiring and it seems like it can seem like a burden and that kind of thing. But I told my wife, I'm like, this is when this is better than any business I could ever get from any organization was to have the resources to be able to call and help this family and um, get, get him into a situation to uh, quick recovery. So anyway, so I think um, I circle back to uh, and I think this is applies to all of us. I mean, how God 
uses us in in other people's lives is is so interesting to me and and so amazing and it's um just something that you don't expect until and and even sometimes it's years later and you, I think you take a step back and and realize huh that may have helped this situation and maybe this wasn't a coincidence maybe it was certainly um, planned by God so it's um it's been really uh, it, it's helped me have even a different view in the last month of going, when I go to networking events of just you know again getting to know people for who they are rather than what they do necessarily and um which is good so now i'll i'll slide into uh our church related you know i mentioned jason had been um i think had reached out to us about doing some different things with the student ministries and i had said no enough that he caught me when i was weak and and if i'm my wife had been wanting to to do this and i was like no way this is like this seems like a huge undertaking and and, and we don't have time to do this but he called a couple of years ago and said, hey, Hovens, how would you like to be the coordinators for AYL? And I said, that sounds awful. I don't think that's, <laughs> I'm like, we don't, I, I don't want to do that. And uh, <coughs> like, we hung up. I was like, Meredith, we're not doing this. We're not doing Finally, I agreed to, uh, for one year, we'll do it. Well, it was, it turned out it was COVID year, right? Or the 2021. So it was the first time they couldn't do host homes and if y'all aren't familiar with AYL you know it's a big youth youth weekend and uh, we have host homes throughout the community so you really the activities at the church are just during the day a lot of stuff happens at those host homes well we had signed on for one year and it was the year that we had to cancel host homes so everything had to happen at the church so it was about twice as much stuff that we had to figure out than in a normal year and anyway it um we're getting ready to start our third year now so it um it, it's been really rewarding and what was rewarding about it was the number of people that I had that I some I didn't even know that would reach out to us by email phone call text and just say thank you for for helping make this happen um we don't even go to your church but our kids it it was life-changing for these kids and my kid in particular and you know um and i think that's what i think revs us all up when you hear stuff like that of the impact that something that might even be a little bit of a headache while you're doing it um that all goes away when you realize the, the impact it can have on on others um so yeah, so we're excited to start planning for year three. We're hoping to have uh, host homes um, again in in twenty twenty three, and we are um, we're always needing volunteers. So wait, just wait for it. We'll be we'll be looking for everyone. Um, and uh, so yeah, so so I'm gonna wrap up. I um I and that you've seen my surprise picture, but I was gonna tell you. So as a diplomat, I told you I go to all these ribbon cuttings and all this stuff. And sometimes they're boring. Sometimes they have like lots of great food and drink and that kind of thing. And then if you want to flip it last week, I went to one and it was literally, I was the only diplomat that showed up, which I love because I've been rubbing that in all the guys' faces. We walk in and this is, this is the group um, for the ribbon cutting. So we had, we did the whole ribbon thing and they cut and 
that I'm like, I, I had everyone else from the chamber knew. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I've got to have a picture right now. Like it was uh, so, so uh, I've been, I've been using this a lot. I think I'm going to up the, uh, the volunteerism for the diplomats at the chamber. Um, but a lot of, a lot of guys are signing up all of a sudden. So, but uh, anyway, so there were some, some extra perks. So, um, but anyway, so I thank you all so much for letting me be here today. And, and again, I think um, just my overall message is just, we never know how God's using us. And, and really, I, I never really thought about um, networking being a venue <laughs> for, or an avenue for, um, for God's work. And I'm, and I'm not saying that everything I've, I, I think, um, just having being put in having the opportunity to be involved in those groups has been been a really um amazing journey for me so um anyway if i i am really familiar with a lot of groups if anyone wants to get involved in roswell chamber rotary any um any other groups i'd be more than happy to talk with you about it and yeah here's my contact information if uh if you would ever like to chat so I, that's a, do you guys have any questions or anything? All right. I mean, I actually do have one. Okay. You don't seem like a guy that's like wearing your faith on your shoulder per se, but how, how do people know that you're a Christian in the marketplace? Um, well, I will say I'm, it's, I'm probably a little more subtle in that. I, I'm not an in your face Christian, um, but they, I think in um, a lot of our groups, I know there are Christians and we do, uh, as a matter of fact, we have North Point as, we, as a member of the chamber. Um, but I think that the people know, and I think that's another part of getting to know people a little more intimately. I don't know everyone's story. I don't, I don't um, know the, uh, their backgrounds and what they do. I think that's kind of through that relationship building that you start to, to lay out that groundwork. Yeah. So, all right. That's great. Thank you so Good. much, Bill. Okay. Thank you, guys. And Shane, I think to your question, you know, certainly. I would say I'm challenged in my involvement, engagement in the different circles I'm involved with. And I'd like to think probably most everyone in this room, we're all challenged of how we can be a witness and how we go about each day and who the Lord places in front of us and the different groups are involved of how we can be more of a witness. And you know, it was a great question, great point. And, and Bill, that was really wonderful. I really appreciate you sharing the stories, leveraging the resources here and and just so many opportunities to just to place seeds in so many people's lives um, and other great leaders and, and the different groups that are a part of there, certainly with the youth to go plant those seeds and really to encourage others to go take that next step. So I think that's wonderful, all your involvement and all your engagement. So again, really appreciate your message this morning. So maybe.